Welcome to I See Dad People, providing advice to the modern dad around the world, sharing stories, having a laugh, and cringing at Eugene's, I don't know where he found them, dad jokes. So let's go. Hi, everybody. Uh, today, we're going to introduce a new segment. Today's segment is actually going to uh, have a few minutes at the start before we talk to our guest to learn a little bit more about Eugene and Steve and their life as a father. Um, so we, were, we talked a little bit this week about an interesting theme uh, that came up. And one of the themes was, of your passions that you have in life, is there one you have in mind that you're planning to, already doing, that you're, you want to get your kid involved? You want to share that passion, pa- passion with your kid? Um, and so what we're, we're going to pass this over to Eugene first. Cheers, Stevie. Um, yeah, one of my passions for sure growing up is playing sports and obviously being quite involved in in uh, football or as the um, Americans incorrectly title it, soccer. Um, it's, it is one of my massive, massive passions. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I love playing football and already I have my son Riley kicking a football and whenever he kicks it, he puts his hand up and he goes, go. So he he absolutely loves it. That's one of the passions I'm going to pass on to him. And I I just think it's a a great way of getting involved with other people and learning the value of teamwork while also staying healthy. And the great thing is, is that my wife Savannah is quite is quite um, up on her her soccer and um, she'll be in full support of that so it's a lovely thing to to be able to do as a family as well um other things i'd, I'd like to pass on to them um uh, would be obviously some of my favorite movies which we discussed in um the last podcast on last tuesday if you missed it um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that journey now as he as he learns this sport and whatnot and you know even if soccer isn't for him there's just plenty more out there that i'll support him with so you know, it's just a matter of me, me being there with him. But in terms of a passion that I have, yeah, I'd love to see him play a bit of ball. What about uh, you, Stevie? I did I did hear, though, that you said that when he kicks the ball and scores a goal, he goes, goal. Is that true? So <laughs> that I'm guessing true. he's getting his skills from Savannah, then I would understand in that case and not from you. Because I, I, I believed Everton up to that point, <laughs> except where he, where he shouted goal. Because uh, I don't think you've ever shouted that in your life, did you? <laughs> I don't know, Stevie. I've had a couple of goal celebrations, but um, I was more so a defender or tough tackling midfielder. Oh, so it's a lot oh, better oh. having them score goals than two footing my wife. <laughs> uh, that that is true, but I, I guess I guess uh, I guess own goals can be. I mean, I guess in Wexford they shout goal even if they're own goals scoring in your own goal. But I will do that. <laughs> For me, um, I think one of the passions I'm, I'm passing over is. Uh, uh, a couple of months ago, actually, we were down in a place called Leavenworth, not the jail. It's uh, actually where I met my wife. It's a Bavarian town in Washington and uh, saw a little guitar. And so guitar is something I've always had during, during my life and uh, always played as some people in this podcast are aware of the guitaring and the attempt at singing. My more day, the singing is probably better than the guitaring, actually. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't know, Stevie. <laughs> Uh, but I think part of me is to pass over that, a musical instrument to my kids. So I was actually talking about it this week about actually trying to uh, get a, get a, maybe a better guitar. The first guitar we get, we got, we got it so it could be thrown away and it's after getting a good battering already. But um, she, she loves playing it and she's picking up things so quickly now. Um, 
so yeah so a musical instrument is my next goal to kind of get her doing that so yeah no i, th- I think a good takeaway you know is maybe this this week uh, have a think about what what you're passionate about you know whether that's soccer slash football uh or, or playing the guitar or playing some musical instrument or whether it's reading books or, or something else that you're passionate about and you know maybe just find 15 20 minutes and just pull your kid down and you know, sit down, explain what it is and why you love it and, and maybe see if they'll give you a chance to do it with you. Aye, and then maybe, maybe if, if that's not their passion, what your passion is, try and understand what their passion is. Try and, try and bring that out in them, you know. Give them an opportunity to try and show you what their passion is. That's another good one too. And then you can get involved in that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, the younger ones, you know, it's, it's good to have a passion. I think we, we do it football and, uh, and um, or soccer, sorry, or, uh, or, or playing a musical instrument. The nice thing is both of those, uh, uh, why, why I think we both like them is it pulls us out of our current moments, at least for guitaring. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing for me is it, it's one of those things where I used to write songs and stuff and it pulls me out of those moments. Um, one recommendation I would say, Stevie, is get someone else to sing the songs, and you just stick to playing the guitar. Okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's a good joke, Eugene. So you know, uh, they, they're all the good moments, you know, when, when you're having your kid and, and stuff. But uh, it's not all roses. You know, they're, they're the fun moments you remember, you know, the first time they play the guitar or first time he kicks the football and scores a goal and you turn around to Savannah and says, you know, oh, she's, he's, he's got your jeans. But um, where did he pick that up? <laughs> the, the, the only jeans he gets from Eugene is his Levi's. Uh, but, uh, you but know, no. but there's, <laughs> the, the, uh, no wonder the stock is dropping. Uh, but um, I think there's, they're the tougher times, right? Uh, it's not the only um, thing that should drop. You should drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true uh but there's tougher times right as you know and uh, when you become a dad your life changes it's not about you anymore and uh you know you can have tough moments as a father um you know what about you eugene you know you're you're nearly over two years you know a dad now you know what, what kind of stands out as some of the tougher moments and, and how did you uh overcome those moments or get or how did they make you stronger you know yeah, um, thanks, Stevie. It's it, it's definitely made me stronger. Anyway, um, I think introduction to, to fatherhood is is never easy, especially for for first time dads. It's a whole new experience. There's no training you can do for it whatsoever and what's going to come. And um, we had we had quite a difficult introduction into parenthood, and. My wife, Savannah, she had a very, very difficult delivery. It was like 30 plus hours. And obviously, obviously it could be, it could have been worse, but it, it was such a stressful, stressful moment. Um, multiple times during the delivery where the little man flatlined and stuff like that. It wasn't nice. It wasn't a nice situation. And it still has quite a scar um, personally with myself. But I think as dads, what we tend to do from that point in time is, you know, we we go into survival mode and you don't have time to really process what has happened in um, all of that. You just go day-to-day survival. So from that moment that you bring the little one home, um, you are 
you are in survival mode and you will do absolutely anything for your family. And I know what's quite common and, and very, um, I don't know, maybe someone pulls a blanket over quite often, but is, is postnatal depression. And my wife and, and I were very open about things. And my wife, Savannah, she suffers from depression. So she had depression and postnatal depression on top of each other, which was so, so very difficult. Luckily, I had a lot of help from, from family coming in and helping with the little man. But I just remember it being so hard um, and literally trying to survive day to day. And I think as men, we're, we're, kind, of, we're kind of led down the path from prior generations that like men are men and they don't talk about feelings. And I'd say feelings only come from women because they have ovaries and that's where they live. <laughs> you know, but um, for, for me, what I found helped was talking with my wife about it or, or talking to your partner, whatever the situation may be. Um, and we both felt stronger after it. And in fact, this is my first time ever talking publicly about it to anyone, including my friends, being this open. And throughout that whole time, like I remember moments when when um, I had returned to work, like, and you're driving up to work and, you know, you don't know what's going on. You're so fearful and tears start flowing. You, you don't know where you're going. You're, you're battling the, the most tired you have ever been. And it's a very, very hard spiraling situation. Um, so what I would say to any listeners out there is that it is okay to feel that way. It's, it's a hard, hard time. Um, never ever hold back um, you know when you want to talk when you want to reach out it's okay to talk to people um, even even now after talking to you Stevie and to to our listeners I feel that bit stronger and I feel that bit more more um, powerful after outputting um, all of that all of that hurt and whatnot um, that I went through and sometimes, sometimes you don't recover for it, from it. I know I probably won't recover from it, but it makes you stronger. And it's better to acknowledge it than to pull a blanket over it. Um, be, be, be very open about those things. And I've, I've gone through um, our, our community section on icdadpeople.com and I've set up a section in their category for uh, first-time parents and um, I'm not sure of the exact name on it that I have set up, but feel free to pop into that section and put a comment in there of how you felt first time or, you know, because we're all here to help each other and we're bringing a community together. So my bit of advice is if you go through something like that yourself and what I'm talking about is like hitting a chord with you, don't be afraid to talk to someone if it's your best friend, your wife, um, or even join the community for that bit of support. You are not alone. That's that. That's some. That's some really good. Uh, some really good advice, Eugene. I remember one thing that stuck out for me is I'll quickly just briefly talk about it. But I, I remember having a similar situation when uh, Saoirse was born, where I remember standing there and she went completely blue. And uh, I remember all the nurses coming over and they were had oxygen things and your immediate reaction, even though that's, you've, you've only met her 10 seconds, if you're literally talking about 10 seconds to a minute, like literally, that she's been out in the world, and your immediate 
things to run over there. But part of my brain was like, stand back, stay back. You got to not get in the way. These people mm. are more equipped to deal with this than you are. And so you just stand back, but your your heart just sinks. You just I, I still remember that moment of my heart just sinking. It, it's the, one of the worst feelings. And I knew my life is about to change now because it's like mm. there's going to be a lot of these sinking feelings coming in the future. And I think the one other thing I think what I really liked about your thing is sometimes you think to yourself this, if I keep it inside and I don't let people know, I don't have to burden other people what's in my head. But what you don't realize is if you don't talk about it to somebody and your partner is might seem like the worst person to talk to, but it's generally the best person to talk to. Because what you don't realize is they also want to hear that you're not just, this is all great. You know, geez, this is not affecting him at all. He's brilliant, right? And I, we, we talked about this with my wife and stuff. And it's like, it's better to get it out there, right? And actually, they don't feel alone. But not only that is, you are under the impression that no one sees anything that you're, but what you will end up doing is building a wall around you. Mm-hmm. That wall is just as dangerous as knocking down that wall and let people know it because that wall you think makes you stronger. It just makes you harder. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think harder equals stronger in this case. It just makes you a harder person. And so that eventually will have its effect on you and the more and worse, the people around you, because you're making that decision for yourself. That affects you. That's your decision. But what you're actually inadvertently doing, in my opinion, is you're affecting everyone around you as well. So let it out. Let it go, as they say in Frozen, right? Absolutely. But let it go. You know, it's like, you got to let it go sometime and find someone to talk to, right? This is why it's important to keep your friends. It's all you want to do is go to sleep sometimes, right? But it's important to take that as you said, 2% on the fitness, so find that 2% to find your friend and, and go for a drink and have that chat and just let go for a while, you know, let, let it out and you'll feel better. As you said, you know, it's, it's great, very, great advice. Eugene. Yeah. It's very empowering and you will feel stronger after it. Like something was lifted from your shoulders. Yeah. And, and actually we made it easier to get to the community now because you can go to go here, that club, so it's G-O-H-E-R-E dot club. And that will actually bring you to our community space. And so go check it out. Where the last few minutes, myself and Eugene are going to uh, ask each other just random, uh, random questions see something that's a little bit different and so we're going to do that for the last few minutes there before we jump into the interview with martin i know martin's hanging on the line here waiting to be interviewed he's been he's been hanging on for days (laughs) i know martin's eyebrows are raised right now but you know he's waiting and we're waiting for martin and uh, we know this is going to be one of the one of the greats um so we'll kick it off eugene you have a quite you will kick it off the first question yes stevie would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? I think elevator. I've seen a movie about getting stuck on a on a ski lift, and you got all the you got all. There's a movie about it, right? And you, the problem is, is in the elevator at least you're hoping that you know you don't have to deal with the temperatures, things like that, yeah. right? Uh, outside in the ski lift, there's so much more to worry about, and you're out it in the is. open. At least in the elevator, you can have an old lap. <laughs> yeah. You could have a lap up in a in a, in a ski elevator. All right. Uh, what is the most? What is a habit that you have that you think might annoy people? Well, I know with my wife, I um, 
anytime I have a shower, I just leave the towel anywhere in the house. Like it does mean I probably would be pumped naked around somewhere, but uh, yeah, that's that's definitely one. Um, another one. Let me think. I think like I I've quite a a, a logic based mind that when someone asks me a question, it goes down multiple streams, and it might take two minutes before they get an answer. Um, that's definitely another one. Um, go on. yeah. All right, do you have one for me? I do indeed. For your birthday, would you rather receive cash or gift? Uh, gift. I prefer the gift. Uh, you know, um, cash. You can get cash wherever. I think cash is overrated. It's the gift has much more because it's easy to give someone cash. It's much harder to give someone a gift. Um, yeah, if you had intro music, what song would it be and why? Intro music. Yeah. If every time you walked into the room, a song would play, what song would it be and why? BG staying alive. It's been a hard <laughs> year, Stevie. <laughs> Let's celebrate in style. <laughs> why not? Would you rather always say everything that's on your mind or never speak again? I would rather... Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'd probably rather speak what's on my mind. It's like that Jim Carrey movie. Is it Liar, Liar? Yeah. Yes. That's a pretty good that one. That scene in the elevator is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> that would have been much worse for Jim Carrey if he had happened to be on a ski lift. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. What is a controversial opinion that you have? Oh, well, as an Irish person, we're, we're quite known to be to be forward with our opinions. That's a tough one. You have me on that. I think I think here in the States, um, we're we're quite um uh, Irish people, that is. We we have a decent setup within our our politics in Ireland. And here in the States it's not as much with whoever's sitting in the president's chair right now. Um and I think that Americans are quite strong, whether they're Republican or Democratic, Democratic, and our opinions on that can sometimes cause a bit of distress. But a lot of people seem to be in the same boat when they're talking about this current president. But um, yeah, that'd be be one of my opinions. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks incessantly? So I'd be on my. Would I rather be on an island alone or with you, Eugene? Um, <laughs> that's the end. I must leave it with that. And the football. <laughs> you can always you can always uh, make up your own mind on Instagram whether my answer to that is alone or with Eugene. <laughs> we'll post that question after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we? Should we? Uh, should we start getting ready to head over to talk to Martin? Yeah, sure. We'll we'll uh, change our clothes and everything. All right. You can, you can throw that towel on the ground now. <laughs> <laughs> Zip. With us today, we have Martin Walsh from Ireland, who has two kids. Uh, Martin, welcome to I See Dad People. How are you doing? 
I'm really good, guys. Work, work is good, and family life is good. And heading off for the weekend this weekend, so yeah, so everything's everything's really good. Nice, nice, nice. And and you have uh, you have more than one kid, unlike myself and Eugene, correct? I do. Yeah, I've a five-year-old biological son, and then I've a nineteen-year-old stepdaughter. Um, with my wife, um, so she even nineteen year old stepdaughter. So I'm, I'm on either end, either end of the scale. So young, young, a young little boy, and then a nineteen year old, beautiful girl. Nice, nice, nice. So let's kick off with social distancing in effect, and a lot of time being spent at home. What are you doing to keep yourself sane? And are there any dad tips you have for our listeners? Um, yeah, like. Obviously, do you know what I mean? I, I was in lockdown for nine weeks before before I could go back to work. Um so you know, the garden was pretty much like a golf course. Um I you know, there's only so much cutting of grass and and stuff like that you can do. But um yeah, just got a lot of things, you know, we kept busy, you know what I mean? And obviously keeping you know, it was it was kinda hard because you couldn't really you couldn't really just hop in the car and drive off anywhere like so you know what I mean it was like it was you know making up new games and pretty much using the back using our garden I know not a lot of people have gardens like you know some people are some people are in apartments and stuff like that but um yeah just trying to keep trying to keep busy you know keep your mind active you know what I mean don't don't let don't let stuff like that dwell on you because obviously if it starts if it starts getting to you then you know one chink in the chain and then it's just pretty much the domino effect, you know what I mean? And and my wife always says to me, you know, even when I'm in bad form or when, it, you know what I mean, when I'm stressed out or anything, and I don't get stressed out a lot, like, you know what I mean? But obviously since I, when you have kids, it kind of changes a bit, you know what I mean? You, you do get stressed out because you're worrying about this and worrying about that. But um, yeah, she always says, like, when I'm in bad form, I kind of bring everyone else down with me, if you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of, you know, like, that's the chink in the chain, you know what I mean? Like, wants a domino effect there but no like over lockdown we we kept busy and you know what i mean like we did up some rooms and you know did did kyron which my, my son's name like we did up his room and and yeah just you know did a bit of reading i never really read like you know what I mean? just keeping the mind active because there's probably a lot of people out there now that are you know thinking like oh you know when can i kind of get back to normality and you know and just trying to let that get on top of him but you just have to remember like just not you know not to let it get on top you know what i mean like this thing will pass you know what i mean it's yeah. you know it's just everyone just has to kind of stay together stay together by staying apart is what the what the phrase is over here now you know what i mean like so um yeah just pretty much kept ourselves busy it was nice like you know and even going back to work um there was a bit of sadness as well like you know what i mean because it was two and a half months where you were just at home all the time and you, you know, got to wake up in the morning and everyone else was up with you. And now I get up and no one's awake, you know, when I'm going to work, like nobody's awake, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, you know, it's, a, it, it's strange, you know, but, um, I look, just keep, you know, keep yourself, keep yourself saying, and then everyone else will be saying after you. That's just, just my, my uh, philosophy. You know what I mean? If you're in good form, everyone else will be in good form around you. Yeah, Martin, I think that's a very good point. And on one of the, the podcasts that we did recently with uh, Stephen, he brought up a very good point about looking after yourself. 
first. Yeah, like and Stephen used the analogy in regards to the to because I listen to the podcast, you know what I mean? I always listen to the podcast, you know what I mean? But uh, uh no, like Stephen made a good point in regards to the airplane, you know what I mean? Like when when they're giving you the safety, when they're giving you the safety notices, they always say, like, if you have a child, make sure you put on your own mask first because if you don't have that mask on you and you're not able to breathe, you're not going to be able to help them. You know what I mean? So pretty much, like, if you're breathing fine, everyone else around you is going to be breathing fine. And I don't think that's human nature either, you know. I think it's hard to get into that mind frame because your immediate thing is to save your kids. Hopefully uh, hopefully, we never, ever have to, uh, to, to do that. I have one other question for you, Martin. Um, yep. So with being stuck in the house and social distancing and stuff like that obviously you have a little fella that's five years old what do you do to to try and keep him entertained active well uh i think the best ever thing like like i'm obviously there's not a lot of people well a lot of people listening to this will probably be able to you know relate to it but there are people that don't have gardens and that was obviously one uh, one big thing for people that were in lockdown people were putting photos up of all and enjoying the weather in my garden and stuff but there was people like four or five kids in an apartment you know what i mean which you know and they couldn't go to a park but um yeah we bought a trampoline we bought a trampoline at christmas and a swing set you know what i mean and that child, like literally, <laughs> that trampoline got the most use I think it'll ever get um, over the lockdown. You know what I mean? And and it was even even things like coming out and helping me do the garden and stuff like that. But like we'll get away from the garden and just concentrate on inside. Then you know what I mean? And it was just even helping me when I clean up or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I you know I'd be like, oh, grab the Hoover. Do you know what I mean? Daddy's going to mop mop the floors or you know. I, can you grab the Hoover there and you turn the Hoover on for him? And like, you know what I mean? Like he, he did, he, you know, he's just standing there in the one spot, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, it was just, you know, just little things like that, you know, and obviously, you know, technology is great these days as well, because you have every child has a phone or has an iP- uh, an iPad or something like that now, but you know, YouTube are great, you know, kids videos, he has a lot of games on the phone where they're learning games and stuff as well, because obviously, you know, with the autism, like my child has autism, we kind of have to, you know, keep his mind active. His his mind, his mind will work a lot different than a five-year-old that doesn't have autism. You know what I mean? And he needs, he needs to have, he needs to have like a massive influx of just, he picks up everything, like anything he looks at. He, he just needs the more information going into his head, the better, you know. And it's uh, it was kind of maybe there was a lot of people saying, oh, it would be very hard for people with children with you know issues like autism and stuff like that. Um, but in in on our scale, because Kyron's high functioning, he's more along the lines where he just takes everything, like you know, anything you give him, he take, 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 um, and we pretty much just, you know, taking out all his toys and cleaning up his box, taking out every single toy and he'd stack them all. And every day was just, every day was just a different, was, was a different thing with him, you know, and it's, uh, it was okay. It was, it was, it was, it was, <clears throat> it was easy enough with him. There was days where you could see he was getting a little bit, you know, why am I not, why are we not going anywhere? You know, why are we, 
why are we just in the house all the time? And we're kind of getting back to normality where he's back out in the childminders now and he gets to go down to the park. Every weekend we go away somewhere and we try and go to places that have playgrounds. So, Eugene, do you have a joke for us? I do. I don't know where you found them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Ready for act, let's go. Recently, I had a conversation with a dolphin. It was absolutely fantastic. We got on great. We just clicked. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? (laughs) So, as dads, we have often heard and been at the root of the phrase, Oh man, it's hit the fan. Tell us about a moment where your little one let loose at the wrong time. I've seen online about this thing that you can do with their legs when they're lying down. So like you, you kind of bring their legs back and forward, back and forward, and you bend their knees up to their belly and let them straight out. So I'm doing this anyway, and he's, he's on a rug on the floor. And I was like, God, like, you know what I mean? Like he's, we're just doing this to kind of, you know, get everything kind of moving. And, uh, you know, uh, he'll go soon enough, he'll go soon enough. So I was chatting away to the lads anyway while I'm doing this and Kyron's just on the floor. <laughs> Next thing all I heard was, whoosh, turned around like, and this was, this was projectile now, guys. This this went like a good, like three, four feet all over the rug. So it was definitely, it was definitely like just the wrong time. I think it's time, Eugene. Time for the rapid fire question round. Are you ready? Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, start the clock. Favorite TV dad? Al Bundy. <laughs> Stevie made an awful mistake with that one one night. Probably said Ted, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Say something in a French accent. Voulez-vous coucher avec quoi ce soir? Mm, oui, oui. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Invisibility or super strength? Super strength. What's the maximum number of spritzes of cologne before it's too much? It's never too much, guys. You have to smell good, eh? Work 70% of the time, every time. <laughs> <laughs> Using an Elmo voice, tell me how you like your coffee. I like my coffee with milk and two sugars. <laughs> Last Halloween costume. Oh, scream. What's the sound you would make if you were freezing cold? Be the holy God. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of Ireland besides the one that you live in? Ooh, I'd have to say Cork. Really, really like Cork. Nice city. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Ooh, I'd like to go back. I'd like to go back to prehistoric times. Just to, like, as long as I couldn't stay there too long, though. You know what I mean? Just in and back out, like, you know what I mean? Just, just, just to go and see dinosaurs, you know what I mean? Just... Just to see what it was, what's all the hype about, you know? How would you rate your karaoke skills on a scale of one to Mariah Carey? Oh, sure. I'm the karaoke king, so Mariah Carey, obviously. 
I've, <laughs> I've won karaoke competition as well. Have you so ever worn socks with sandals? Never. Jesus, who does that? Have you ever, have you ever <laughs> worn sandals with socks? I don't wear sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a heavy, I'm a heavy man. What sound does a seal make? <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on, I'll put the mic away. I, uh, doesn't the seal go? I've been kissed by Rose on the way. Isn't that the right answer, though? <laughs> what does a person need to be happy? Family. Final question, my friend. What's your favorite childhood TV show? Captain Planet. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you sing the te- theme tune? Of course I can. Here we go. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's the hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. zero. He's the powers magnified. Signing <laughs> on the planet side. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Martin. So, Eugene, what was your uh, biggest takeaway from our chat with Martin? Sure, Stevie. Well, I think it was a, a very, very good chat that we had with him. He mentioned when he's in bad form or stressed that, that he brings everyone else down and it's like a, a domino effect and it kind of resonates and, and it links in with our, our very first podcast about looking after yourself to kind of look after other people. Yeah, I think think we could probably take that away next week then is maybe we can be more aware of when we're stressed or we're down and kind of just be aware of the people who are around us next week, whether it be our partners or family or especially our kids. Just maybe we take that moment a couple of times a day for the next week and just kind of notice those moments might might be a good takeaway. I think that's it for today. So uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us today on I See Dad People. If you would like to check out the rest of our podcasts and be the first to hear our new ones, you can visit us at icdadpeople.com or follow us on Instagram at icdadpeople underscore official. And we will see you next time. And remember, I see dad people. I see them all the time. <laughs> <laughs>